flowers to me. Nothing Aguilar can't get. You blew it! What's up, everybody, and welcome into the Jetro Podcast. Uh, this week is a little bit messed up timing-wise because we do have a lot of stuff going on between the four of us here, but we got everyone in studio. We're recording on Tuesday, a day earlier than normal. The Eagles have a short week, so we figured we'd make it a short week for us as well. I'm just going to give you a heads up. We woke up with a bad case of the fuck arounds this morning, so this is going to go off the rails real quick. We're already real giggly about everything, so yeah, if you hear background noise, it's probably Kev crying, laughing over on the boards. But anyway, we're going to take it seriously because the Eagles right now are a serious disappointment. I mean, you heard it in our intro, Nelson Aguilar, he's... Enemy number one in Philly, and I don't even know if he deserves to be enemy number one because there's a couple other guys who are, if you believe it, worse than how he's been so far this year. There are guys out there who deserve more blame than Nelson, and it's just been absolutely painful. It was another, I'm going to start calling it Vodka Mondays, where I just get blacked out in my room on cheap vodka when the birds lose. Did you drink Nikolai again? Yeah, I still have like the other half of the fifth from last time, so I was... Finishing that bad boy off while I was watching that gem of Monday Night Football last night between the Redskins and the Bears, which at least the Redskins are absolute garbage. But, um, I mean, where do we go with the birds right now? You can go any number of different directions with this team. I think the only direction you can't go in is putting the blame, even like such a a minority of the blame, on Carson Wentz. Like two plays out of that game – were directly his fault, in my opinion. Outside of that, what else did he have? I mean, Carson Wentz has won us the last two games. Our wide receivers just haven't caught the damn ball. They haven't made the plays for him. He's put throws where they need to be to literally throw like two walk-off touchdowns, and we didn't catch either. Uh, I mean, you can't have any faith in this team going into Green Bay, right? We're going into Green Bay on a short week to play the undefeated Packers in Lambeau with most of our offensive weapons probably still hurt. It doesn't sound like a recipe to success. Nope. That and Thursday Night Football were the underdog team, like especially the away team, has such a distinct disadvantage. I mean, yeah, we're... I don't even really want to talk about this Packers game because there's such a bleak outlook for this one. There's nothing positive that we can look at for what's coming up this week. But let's take a look little retrospectively at the Lions game. We're going to put it behind us after this, but we do have to look back and take the good with the bad from that game. So starting with the bad, obviously, you come out, you get the ball first. The offense drives down, look pretty good. Miles Sanders gets a long uh, catch down the sideline. Looks like he might start having a breakout game. Drive stalls a little bit. You kick the field goal up 3 nothing. We're good. Then... the first kickoff goes 100 yards to the house for Detroit. Like, kickoffs get returned. The NFL literally tried to cancel out kickoffs by moving the ball up so much. Kickoffs get returned for touchdowns, maybe like, what, two to three times a year now? We're one of those three times? Like, holy shit. And it was against the motherfucking Lions. Like, really? You gave up a 100-yard touchdown. 100-yard plus to the Detroit Lions on a kickoff. Wow. I, I had to laugh that off. Yeah. It was comical to me. When I saw that, I said to myself, oh, this is going to be one of those games, isn't it? I must as well just start laughing now because this is a 
shit show. Yeah, but then we come down and score, and Jordan Howard has a great drive, and we're up 10-7. to 7, and We're like, okay, we're going to swing with these guys. They can't hang with us. It's going to be all right. We'll put together a good – we scored 10 points in the first quarter, which is awesome compared to what we've been doing. Uh, and then, I mean, the wheels just start falling off. You've got Miles Sanders fumbling once on a drive and then recovering it. And you're like, holy shit, this dude had fumble problems – at Penn State, get him out of the game right now. Give the ball to Jordan Howard, who just ran it down these guys' throats. What else did we trade for him for? Like, Jordan, let's go. Come on. Jordan Howard comes in for like two plays, and then you put Miles Sanders back in. You put the ball back in his hands, and he fumbles again and loses that fumble. I was worried that this team was going to overblow Miles Sanders to begin with, but not, not like this. I mean, it's crazy to keep him in there after putting the ball on the turf as a rookie who came in with fumble problems, then fumbles again. You lose the ball. They go down the score. You get the ball back, <laughs> it turns into the Nelson Aguilar show again, where he gets a little out route, turns, doesn't even make contact with anybody, fumbles. <laughs> I mean, we go into halftime with people not being able to catch. We come out of halftime, and we make a run at it, but our defense can't get any pressure on the quarterback. No sacks on Matt Stafford and the Lions? That's crazy. You've got to get after him. And our offense ends up putting up almost 400 yards. That's crazy. You put up almost 400 yards, you should win that game. But being what? I'm going to call it minus three in the turnover differential, even though that's not technically true. We're going to call it minus three because you have that late moment where you get life and the Lions are going down. They're up three and you're thinking, okay, we're, we're going to take a shot at this. They're going to try a long field goal. Hopefully they miss and we'll get a chance to get back in the game, right? And That's that, what we were hoping. And then Malcolm Jenkins comes through, blocks the field goal. I stood up in my living room. I was like, it's the reverse 61-yarder from last year. Last year, we hit a walk-off field goal. This year, we're going to have a walk-off blocked field goal. And we return it down to the 20. There's some horseshit blocking the back penalty, which, uh, I mean, I guess a little bit, but it wasn't really even part of the play. It was off to the side. And I, I get them making that call, but it's stupid. And it's Malcolm who made that block in the back. But you get the ball back on the 50-yard line. With that getting sent back by the penalty, it's basically like they missed the kick. So I'm not counting as clutch of a play as that is by Malcolm Jenkins. And as great as he played, he kept the defense afloat. He was the highlight on the defensive side of the ball, the only one. As great as he played, I mean, that really was basically a missed field goal. So I'm not willing to call that a turnover. So I'm counting us as minus three in the turnover differential. And rightfully so. And then we come down, and it's the same thing every week. It's Carson Wentz with the game on the line, making plays, hitting open wide receivers, and then just absolutely being allergic to catching the football. I mean, going back before even the block field goal, you've got Dallas Goddard, who's a tight end. Tight ends are supposed to be a safety blanket. You're supposed to just be able to catch the open passes. He's wide open in the end zone with nobody within five yards of the guy. Drops it. Costs us two and a half minutes. That way they would have been kicking the field goal with three minutes left. We would have blocked it with two and a half left. We wouldn't have time running out. And we could actually run a two-minute offense instead of being down under a minute. And then all those opportunities on that last drive with Nelson and then J.J. Ortega-Whiteside getting the deep ball that was a walk-off touchdown. It was not touched. The last play of the game, right in the hands, drops it. It's crazy. He was touted as such a great possession wide receiver coming out of Stanford. What is it with the Eagles? What is it with this team not being able to catch? It's crazy. 
2017 was the exception. Last year, they weren't great without Alshon. In 2016, they were absolute garbage. They were maybe the worst team in the NFL for drops. And nine this week, three fumbles. Can't hold on to the goddamn football. It's the easiest thing in the world. It's just holding a ball. Literally holding a ball. Finish the catch. Kev, finish the catch. Oh, he got it. Unlike Aguilar. He, he caught it. Yeah, one one hand, one hand. Okay, you bobbled it a little bit. But literally, it's just, just catching it, catching things. It's not that difficult. Two-year-olds can catch things. And we've got professional athletes who can't catch stuff. Well, to be fair, it's a lot faster and bigger. Yeah. yeah. That's what she said. Minor, yeah. minor details. <laughs> minor <laughs> details. <laughs> no, I mean. We need a that's what she said button. We do. Here's, we, yeah, we do need to, <laughs> you need to get that on there. Here's the upside, though. There's. Plenty of life in this team because the people dropping these passes are the backups. The starters will come back at some point. Alshon Jeffrey is not out for the year. Deshaun Jackson is not out for the year. Dallas Goddard isn't going to be hampered by a calf the whole time. We're going to get the starting offense back out there. We're going to figure out the running game because Doug better or Deuce Staley is going to get his ass fired. And we're going to start winning football games. It's fine. This team, it's, the problem is not the talent on this team because the talent is not playing. They're currently sidelined and hurt. So that's why you can't give up on the birds. Or I'm not hitting the panic button on the birds yet. We're not in a good place at all. Love to be 2-1. and one. But you think about it. The difference between this team and the 2017 Super Bowl winning roster. Week 3, Jake Elliott hits a walk-off 61-yard field goal. He doesn't hit that. We go into overtime. We might lose that game to the Giants. And then we're 1-2, and two, dropping a game to a bad opponent. That was the year the Giants got the number one overall pick and drafted Saquon. That was the worst team in the NFL, and we needed a 61-yarder to walk it off on them the year we won the Super Bowl. The Lions are significantly better than that Giants team were. They're undefeated right now. Say what you want about the tie. But literally, we were very close to being this team through the first three weeks in 2017. And that was with those starters in 2017. We didn't lose anybody in 2017 at that point. We are fine. We're good. We just need to get people healthy, and we need to start catching the goddamn football. Other than that, though, we're great. And With Carson, you have a chance. Yeah, Carson will always give us a chance. We've got a quarterback who's been unbeatable this year. Defense, garbage against Atlanta, doesn't matter. He'll come back and take us back into the game. Three turnovers on offense, people fumbling left and right, drop passes, still going to throw for 300-some yards on these guys. Like, he's so goddamn good at football that we've got no problems the rest of the way as far as the quarterback position is concerned and that's all you really need quarterback and someone with enough brain cells to catch the football should we get the uh the guy who was catching babies out for during that house fire yeah well i mean he's proven that he's able to make catches in press uh pressure situations yeah so. he performed so well in the clutch right there that's peak you guys Philly, know, though. You guys know what we're talking about, right? No clue. Yeah, okay. I, I know what you're talking about. All right, I'll play, we'll play, play, play the clip. We'll play the whole speech for B4. Yeah. At that point, that's when I started hearing the, the fire trucks coming down the street. It was like in the far-off distance or whatever like that. Smoke started getting worse. Then I seen a guy hanging out the window. This is a guy you know, interviewing with the news was in there about a like house that. fire. So I, I ran to the back door, see if it was open, and it was. I ran upstairs, and then I was greeted with smoke. I ran back downstairs. By that time, the ladder truck was pulling up. And ironically, being my one of my ex, my old coworkers took the ladder off the off the truck, raised it up, and was assisting people down. My man just started throwing babies out the window. But we was catching them, unlike Aguilar. Oh, okay. Burn, <laughs> bro! You're on the news 
There's like a half-burned building behind you, and you just got done saving a bunch of people's lives. And he's just, yeah, telling the story about how this dude's throwing babies out of a burning building. And all he's thinking is, God damn it, Nelson. Catch the football! <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. God. It's now, absolutely incredible. Do you think if Aguilar was in that position... Do you think he catches? No, he's too much of a bitch. Oh, my God. (laughs) Those kids, I mean, it's a good thing Nelson Aguilar was not there. Nelson Aguilar saved lives by not being at this fire because those (laughs) kids, you're basically, yeah, you're just throwing babies out of a second floor window at that point. Uh, That's negligence on the part of, they've got a better chance in the fire than they do getting thrown to Nelson Aguilar right now. Now, wow. shout out to Nelson. He did tweet at the guy and said, yo, um, tickets to the next game for you and your family. Thanks for being a hero of the community. That was dope of him to do that. Listen, Nelson's a great guy. Great dude. If I saw Nelson Aguilar, I'd be cool with him. Like, it's, he's a very, very nice guy. He's well-spoken. He knows what he's doing. He's emotionally intelligent. He's actually a very intelligent person. He's an all-around great person and probably a great teammate. But that's not what you're getting paid $9 million to do. You're getting paid $9 million to catch a goddamn football. <laughs> it's not that hard, dude. It's really not that difficult. No, not. Get not out of all. your own head, catch the ball, hold on to the ball when you run with it. That's all we're asking. You can be a great guy. That's cool. But we don't root for great guys. We root for good football players, okay? It's cool to be a great guy. We want to root for a great guy who is a great football player, like a Malcolm Jenkins or a Carson Wentz. But if you stink, we're going to boo you, regardless of how many tickets you give out to local community heroes who flame you on the 9 o'clock news, all right? So figure your shit out. We've got a Thursday night football game in Lambeau, and I just can't see any more drops. I'm going to lose my damn mind if we see it. I keep Did thinking, I stutter? <laughs> I keep thinking you're saying Lambeau. Or Rambo instead of Lambo. No, not saying Rambo. Rambo Field. We were, we were like... talking about the new Rambo movie before uh, before we came on today. So, got uh, Sylvester Stallone on the mind. Yeah, it's all my brain. All right, so let's go through the uh, predictions real quick. We'll go back and see. We all got the game wrong because we all picked the Eagles to win. I think we're going to. Con- uh, I don't I know. Was, I was I'm, way off again. This what, what this was week the final score. Yeah, the final score Eagles Lions <sighs> game was. Let me pull it up because I don't fully remember. I blacked out. Twenty seven twenty four Lions. So let's Ooh. go in. Nat had 21 to 17. Not too far off on the birds. Brennan, 23 to 17. Brennan missed the yeah. bird score by one point and missed the lion score by a touchdown. So wow. I'd say he was our closest. Yeah. Kev, 21 to 7. You guys were all right around yeah. the score for the birds. Uh, I said 42 21. <laughs> we wish. We Ma- wish. Maybe without all those fumbles. But uh, yeah, Brennan. You were the-, the closest on the lion score. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but still, birds fucking stunk. Brennan was off by a point, though, and off by a touchdown, so I'd say you were definitely the closest. And before we get into our predictions for this coming week, Jetro Lock of the Week. I was just about to bring that up. Yep, we hit. (laughs) The Patriots put in their backup quarterback because they're absolutely demolishing the Jets. Oh, my God. And he throws a pick six late in the game to cover the spread. So the deficit ended up being 16. The line was minus 23. So first Jetro lock of the week hit. We're batting 500, which doesn't make you money, but it doesn't cost you money. So that's good news. Uh, And before we do our lock for this week and do our predictions, just have to give a shout out to, did you guys see on Twitter or on social media about the dude who had the 20 team parlay? Yes. So there there was a guy who bet 89 cents on on a 20 team parlay. There were 18 college games. 
he had two NFL games. I think he had like the under in the Titans Jaguars Thursday night and the over for the Redskins game. He had the Redskins straight up. He had the Redskins money line. He hit 19 of the 20. He hit the first 19 89 cents. The payout on that bet would have been 499,000 and change. Jesus. Oh. Now, the dude if he has any brain cells, I'm going to teach you a little something something about fading your own bet and hedging. So what you do if you're ever in this situation, yeah. just have a couple brain cells, unlike Nelson Aguilar, <laughs> and you think, if the Redskins win this game outright, I'm going to win 500000 So what I do is I go and I put, say, 250000 on the Bears to win. That way, if the Bears win, you win the probably like 200000 because the Bears are favored. Mm-hmm. If the Redskins win, you win your five hundred grand. you pay off that 250 bet, and you win 250 that way. So you hedge your bet. So either way, you win. Yeah, yeah. So you turn it into a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. That's the smart thing to do. So I assume that guy still made off with a shitload of money out of this, yeah. which on an 89-cent bet is incredible. One thing, I was sitting down. One of my roommates is a degenerate gambler like me too. And we were sitting down though. We we're like, what happens if this dude throws like 300 grand to hedge his bet and they tie? And it, oh and, my god and he so you wouldn't lose any money on that on a money line on a tie it's a push so basically you have all this money on the line you think either way i'm walking out of this day with like 300 grand and all he walks out with is losing 89 cents or like getting the 89 cents pushed back to him wow so oh, he doesn't make any money but was not a tie hopefully that guy hedged his bet and made a shitload of money last if, night that's a gambler's if you don't hedge your bet would, you, would he have just walked away with the four, like five hundred no, grand? Or? No, the Redskins lost outright oh, last night, uh, uh, uh. so he would have walked away with nothing. Okay. Yep. So the only way he won is if he hedged his bet by betting yeah. on the Bears money line. Okay. Which you gotta assume he did. If he knows enough to hit nineteen of twenty teams on a parlay, probably knows enough to hedge his bet. So congrats to that guy. Um, let's get into our predictions. Hopefully, we can be as lucky this week. Who are we playing? Birds, Packers, Thursday night football at Lambeau Packers. Field. The Packers, 3-0. and The Cheeseheads. So, um, Brennan, you were the closest. You're going to lead us off. Hmm. I, I got to say, I don't know if I see the Eagles winning this. Okay. Ooh, the first Eagles losing prediction. I'm going to say, like, Packers, uh, give me 24. Okay. Eagles, 14. 14, 24, Packers, and the Eagles fall to 1-3. and three. Okay. Uh, Kev? I'm going to say I'm going to favor the Eagles. Okay. Uh Eagles 35 uh Packers 24. 35-24. Ooh, high score in Thursday night football game. Natty. All right, here's what I think. No team is as good as they were the week before. No team is as bad they were the week before. With that being said, I don't see against this Packers team, I don't see the Eagles putting up that much offense. So I'm going to go Packers 34, Eagles. I'll be a little bit generous with them. Eagles 20. 20 to 34. So Brandon Nat both have the birds losing. Kev's still believing. This is one of those games where the Eagles don't have any business winning. It's also Thursday night football. And Thursday night football, commonly very low scoring. If it's high scoring, it's typically the, the home <laughs> yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because it's a short week. They don't have Wait, time to game home? plan and everything. The Packers. We're so, playing in Lambo. Can I change my numbers? No. All right, cool. Locked. Locked in. <laughs> um, 
The birds have no business winning this, so I'm going to pick them to win it. 23 to 17. 23-17, birds win it. I'm... Yes, yeah, so they'll easily... Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess I'm the odd one. Um... Al? I'm the only one who says Eagles are going to win. No, he, he picked Eagles. No, I picked the Birds. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I picked the Birds to win 23-17. Ah. I think they find a way to steal this game in Lambeau, and then yeah. they come back and they play the Jets next week, and they absolutely demolish them. But we'll see. I mean, this team doesn't have much fight in them as of late. Like They just don't have the finishing factor that championship teams have. They haven't figured out how to win ball games yet. They will, but right now it's hard to have faith in these guys. How many games have they played so far? Three. Uh, three. Three. Yep, so this is week four of the NFL season. Hopefully we can get to 500 and then get into a little easier part of our schedule and figure some shit out to get back on the track to making the playoffs. See, that's a banged-up defense they have right now. Like, I see them winning quite a few games the rest of the way, but this one, with them losing a day of training, that and it's on Thursday night? Yeah. But that's going to be incredibly tough for that Carson defense, man. Carson shows up in primetime, though. He plays very well in primetime games. So, you I know mean, what my thought process is right now? Eagles are always the underdogs, so when the odds are against them, mm-hmm. they play better. See, yeah. I thought about that, too. I said logic doesn't work well when analyzing this team because they were supposed to win the last two yeah. and demolish the Redskins, and yeah. really none the of those things three games of the year. This is their first game that they're uh, underdogs, so let's see if they wake up. Yeah. But we're not supposed see, but, to be underdogs, right? I mean, it's not good to be underdogs. Yeah, I know, but I, I thought we were supposed to be really good. Well, the Packers are very good as well. And, we're playing and most them, of our starters are out. We're playing them with a hurt team on a short week on the road. You're never going to be favored in that game. This Packers team is also very good. However, supposedly the Packers are also just as banged up as the Eagles are. Yeah, but So I don't maybe think, the odds yeah. can be in our favor to some degree yeah. in that regard. So we'll they're see. They're probably in Green Bay. They're not taking this game for granted. They're not looking at us. I guarantee you they're not on the radio in Green Bay saying, oh, we got the one and two Eagles coming in and we're going to walk over them. They're worried about the, us, and we got to remember that we're good enough to make teams a little bit nervous still. And Aaron, we'll figure it out. Is Aaron Rodgers still QB? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, he is. Got a nice mustache now. Oh, nice. Yep. But that's our Eagles predictions. Now let's go into the lock of the week. Let's try and uh, put two together in a row. So what do we have for the lines this week? You see anything that's, uh, that's good in there? The only one that I like, Chiefs-Lions. What is the line on that? So the li- money line Chiefs minus 270, Lions plus 230. Uh, the spread, Kansas City minus 6, and Detroit plus 6. Game is in Detroit, probably. The game is in Detroit, yeah. Um, there is the Chargers-Dolphins game, but I mean... What's the spread it's on the, that? Oh, the spread, Chargers minus 16 and a half. Game is in LA? Game's in Miami. I kind of like the Chargers to cover that. This Ooh. isn't making much sense to me. Kev? <laughs> I like sort of get it, but I don't. Yeah. What do you? What's they got not, to the explanation. The spread, right? That's what yeah. you guys don't get. No. Well, I remember like if they net. So what minus. Is the spread? Okay. So the Chargers, if they're minus sixteen, they're supposed to beat the team they're playing by sixteen yeah. points. Okay. So if you bet on them minus sixteen, you think they're going to beat them by more than sixteen points. The Dolphins think the Chargers are a good team, so the Chargers are minus sixteen. And I'm asking whether they're home or on the road because that makes a difference. Normally, the home team's a little bit favored. So if you see a team that's supposed to win by 16 points on the road that's a crazy big spread gotcha like the spread that we took last week was the patriots favored by 23 Mm -hmm. um and that game was in new york in foxborough in foxborough okay yeah so that game was at home but we ended up uh covering on that one 
Who do you like in that Kansas City-Detroit game? In the Kansas City game, I easily like uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has played very well. And, yeah, it's the Lions, and yet they just beat us, but they're taking on Kansas City, and they're still undefeated. Chiefs just so. had a tough week, though, and I think Damian Williams and LaShawn McCoy both might be a little banged up. Uh, I don't well, they doubt were playing Patrick a good. Mahomes. They were playing a good team, though. The Ravens, I mean, who? Yeah. if it was Ravens-Lions, who would you take? Uh, I mean... I, I don't it depends on what the spread is um if Ravens went to Detroit right now I think that'd actually be a pretty good game because I don't think the Ravens are as good as everyone thinks they are Lions either um do you want to do you want to take the Chiefs minus six touchdown favorites <sighs> see but that was the spread for Chiefs Ravens but then again I what guess was the, the final on that game the final was 33 28 and the spread was minus five and a the half Chiefs or minus are, six the, for the Chiefs to win the Chiefs are significantly better than the Lions I think. they are they are but then we said the same thing about the Eagles. Yeah, but that's an anomaly. We had to fumble three times to still almost come back and beat them in cover. I like the, I like the Chiefs minus six. I like it too. The safe bet is easily the Chargers-Dolphins game, but you no, know, nothing venture, the, nothing gain. So yeah. I say the Chiefs minus six in the spread against All the right. Lions. So our Jetro lock of the week is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs minus six at the Detroit Lions. So Pat Mahomes and company needs to uh, – Win by a touchdown or more up there at Ford Field in Detroit. So hopefully they pull that one off. Pat Mahomes. Ford Field? Ford Field. Brendan Aye. Ford Field. Yep. Ah, B Ford. Uh. Yeah. Pat Mahomes playing in a dome. Like, no, no weather outside or anything. He's going to be able to chuck it around a little bit. They got a good kicker. Um, Kansas City, that is. I think they're going to route the Lions. I think the Chiefs may be the best team in the NFL. And I think they're really going to show it this week. I got a question about betting. Yeah. So, depending on how much you bet, do you just double that when you win, or depending on... Depends on the lines. Okay. So, yeah, it depends how much you're making. Basically, what those lines plus or minus, not the spread, but, like, yeah. the money line. Like, someone's plus 200 or minus 100 or whatever. That tells you how much you'd have to bet to win $100, oh, things okay. like that. So, yeah, that'll, that'll show you the odds. And also, whenever you place bets with anyone, it'll show you the payout for your bet when you're making it. Okay. Yeah, so that's how, like, a 20-team parlay on $0.89 cents would pay out 500 right? Yeah. Because yeah, the, that, that the harder it. the odds, the more you get paid. Right, out. and that makes sense. And that's sense. why a lot of people bet more spreads than money line because it's easy uh, you to, win yeah. more. It's easy to say the Chargers are going to go beat the Dolphins. The Dolphins are the worst team in the NFL and maybe the history of football. Yeah. But you're uh, going to make – you bet $20 on the Chargers. And the money line's like minus 5000 You're going to make nothing. Yeah, you're going to make like $0.75. Cents. Right. Like, like it's not worth it. You're risking a lot of money to – win a minimal amount of money yeah so you could do that and be safe but what's fun in that there's no point here's another game that sounds interesting uh the patriots are only minus seven favorites in the spread against the buffalo bills in buffalo in buffalo yeah i kind of like the pats in that too but we're not taking the patriots have to win by seven yes yes okay i'm picking it up well win winning (laughs) by seven would actually push if they're minus seven so if they win by seven nobody wins anything if they win by eight or more that okay. I'm just going to start gambling. Yeah, you should. Get into it. It's good for you. No. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Do you have an addictive personality? You get a risk-free Brett. No, excuse me. You get a risk-free Brett. Brett. No. Brett? You get Brett? a... <laughs> I am Brett. You get a risk-free bet if you sign up with FanDuel. And then, let's say... Oh, really? Shout yeah. Out FanDuel sponsor us. So, yes, please. So, they what they do is that you're allowed to bet up to $500. Okay, so I was going to say, if you bet, you just... so let's say you take 
the spread for the Buffalo Bills or something like that, and they fail you on an up to $500 bet, they'll refund you the $500 if you lose, but only if it's like your first time gambling with that website. So basically, like you have the chance to win over $1,000 depending on what the spread's going to be and risk nothing. So it's like you're gambling with free money. I, I got $2. I like free money. Free money's good. I got $2 in my wallet. I'll bet it. There you go. So, yeah, if you guys want to get in on FanDuel or uh, my bookie or any of those like betting websites now, it's pretty much legal. It's legal in Pennsylvania. My bookie so is legal good. in PA? Yeah. Sweet. Everything's legal in PA. Gambling. Not DraftKings. Sports gambling is legalized in PA. But DraftKings you can't use in PA. Really? Yeah. I'm, thought, it won't let me place a bet in PA. No. In Jersey, it will let Maybe me. Maybe that's but not just DraftKings. Maybe they haven't updated on it yet. But you can sports gamble at casinos in, in uh, PA now. It's like they have sports books. That's why the uh, one that they're building, the casino uh, down by the stadiums, is going to be big time dangerous. Oh. But not till summer of next year. Hopefully, we'll be making a little more money summer by then so we can lose it. That and speaking of gambling, come hockey season around, you guys might want to pay attention to some of my locks of the week come NHL time. So, who knows, boys, you listen up, you could get some uh, serious change in your pocket when it comes hockey season. Yeah, Jetro Lock of the Week could be any sport. So, we could flip it over. If you got a good hockey line, we could do that. Speaking of hockey, isn't it? Gritty's birthday today? It is, yeah. We have been with Gritty for one year as of yeah. today. Wow, he just turned one? Just turned one. Just turned Big one. Big day for Gritty. They grow up so fast. I just saw wow. like a um, a video on how they were picking for the mascot, and they said that like, they had to look at like 125 examples for the mascot, and when they picked him, he originally had like these huge wings. Oh, I think they dope. made they made him like a dog dragon hybrid. Is that what he is? That was like his first draft. No, uh, they, he, they just call him a monster. Or was, actually, the, the, the official D. term the official term they use is a fluffy orange creature. That's his official term. Uh, hmm. the, the the artwork sent in his name was Monst- the Monster D. The Monster, <laughs> the monster, the monster D. The monster D. D. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that was my nickname <laughs> wow. back in college. Yeah. <laughs> you, you win City Rumbler. That's my nickname now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, happy birthday to Gritty. Uh, some what's your guys' favorite Gritty moment? Favorite Gritty moment? Yeah. So, went to the stadium series game. It was pretty fucking awesome when he ziplined from the top of the rafters of Lincoln Financial Mm. Field, ziplined down to the field, and then pretty much ran up with the players from both the Penguins and the Flyers. That's just just hyping the game up. That and also that same game he streaked around Lincoln Financial Field. So, (laughs) two awesome gritty moments right there. It's it's hard to top that. How about you, Kev? I I haven't seen anything. You haven't seen Gritty once. I. How do you not know Gritty? I know Gritty. I know Gritty. Um, I worked at a sports store. Okay, we sold Gritty shirts. Um, all time Gritty moment, right? All there. time, yeah. Sports shirts that Kev sold. At I, his saw, I sold store. a bobblehead. Oh. A Gritty bobblehead. Okay, that's memorable. Yeah. It's big time. Right, right in the heart. Right how about in the you? Feels. How about you, Brent? You selling Gritty bobbleheads? No. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna say my favorite's uh, Nat's favorite too. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> gritty streaking yes i liked when he burst on the scene i i don't know if it was his first tweet or whatever but like maybe the i don't remember fully what happened something happened with the penguins twitter account oh yeah i know which one you're talking about and he just tweeted sleep with one eye open bird <laughs> like he was going to murder the penguins mascot He's which is just the, the greatest opening to philly mascot ever <laughs> Like, oh, my God. Like, the Fanatic, like, messes with people. Gritty was, like, threatening the life of an opposing <laughs> team right off the bat. And that, that's when it was all in for me. That was awesome. The Rangers were in town the other night, 
And so some Rangers fan captures Gritty on video. He just goes, let's go, Rangers. Gritty hears that, turns right around, just death stares at the dude filming him. And then he's just like, okay, okay. And then he just starts popping over the seats. <laughs> you don't see what happens after, but he just takes the the camera away from the guy. And someone edited the video, so it makes it look like you black out. And then you're in the intro to Skyrim where... You're on the prison carriage, and you're on your way to the execution site. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. Love it. Uh, Gritty's incredible. Happy birthday to Gritty. Um, Let's jump into the Flyers talk while we're on the uh, topic of hockey. So you got anything for us? So I have good news, I have bad news, and then I have some concerning news, which might not be as bad as it sounds. So the good news is they won their preseason game against the Rangers. They smoked them out of the water for pretty much that entire game. Uh, only gave up one goal. They won that game 4-1. to one. Great looks from Kevin Hayes. Great looks from JVR. But then last night happened, they played the Bruins. Not their best game, but then they started playing well in the third period. Uh, they came back from behind, and they were winning against the Bruins 3-2. to two. But then some dude named Wagner, who's not one of the Bruins' top guys, scores against Brian Elliott late in that third period, and to tie game, goes into overtime, and Kevin Hayes gets hooked, which is a penalty of the game, but they said no call, and Kevin Hayes, he lost his mind and went and took a holding penalty against one of the Bruins because he was just so mad at the guy. And, of course, after that, the Flyers fell in overtime on that power play 4-3. to three. And I can't even blame the refs that much for that because Kevin Hayes went and took a stupid penalty. Yeah, the refs didn't call the goal right away, and yeah, they should have called that penalty, but also at the same time, don't take dumb penalties. What the, One of their weakest factors is the penalty kill. So if you're not taking stupid penalties, the less likely you are to take a bad goal on that penalty kill. And it, it should have been a better result for the Flyers last night. They shouldn't have lost their damn minds, but also at the same time, they kind of had no business winning that game. I mean, when you have your prospects in Carson Twarinski and Bunneman, putting up goals for you in that game, and you have top talent like Kevin Hayes, JBR, and Travis Gatney playing that game, you know, you shouldn't have to worry on your prospects bailing you out in those moments. So, And that was against a Bruins team coming off a Stanley Cup champion, and they did have their uh, they did have their top talent out there. So I can't fault the Flyers too much. It's still preseason, so maybe not that much to worry about. Here's what we do have to worry about, though. So their final preseason game, they're playing in Switzerland, and that's going to set up their regular season open where the games actually do count, that's going to set them up in Prague where they're playing the Chicago Blackhawks. Then they come back here to North America. They're going to play the Vancouver Canucks. Then they're going to come back here for their home opener. Then they're going to go on the road again. They're traveling 16,000 miles in the span of a week and a half. So they're going to have their work cut out for them when it comes to recovering from travel and training and anything goes when it comes to the first four or five games in this preseason but uh kev you checking out the girl in the picture on the wall over there no are you okay (laughs) kev was just in a trance staring at this picture of if you're watching the live stream you can see her on my uh, camera right now. there's some picture of this just random lady who's using studio equipment i'm kev was just Staring, <laughs> just space cadet, absolutely uh, zoned out, just staring deeply into this painting or this picture. I'm trying eyes. to figure out what they're doing. I get my flyers. What do you mean? What they're dude, doing? There's no levels across the board. 
Yeah, it's a what? stock photo, Kev. Yeah, but I'm just wondering wh- why are they? Why are you gonna have a stock? Do you picture? know what they're doing, Kev? They're posing for a picture. They're models. They're <laughs> making money. That's what they're doing. Yeah, but there's nothing going on, so it's like no. Why, yeah, why yeah have it's a, a stock photo. Why I have a stock photo on the wall? I get my flyers on. news are boring, dude. But at no, least no, pretend no, no. to care. <laughs> pretend, dude. Why else do we have this segment? I heard. Is everything. it just to humor me? No, I was paying attention, but then I just got lost. What was the score of the Bruins game? I don't know because I was lost. But then you weren't paying attention to what I was saying. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll pay attention next time. How many miles are the Flyers going to have to travel come the first week and a half? 150. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> At a I was paying attention. There, there you go, Kevin. <laughs> the words of Kevin. <laughs> well, the Flyers got a long way to go. Uh, we're still working with preseason, so we'll – We'll really start to focus in once the regular season starts up for them in a couple weeks. But as of right now, still just zoned in on the birds. Uh, now we're into our uh, the tennis ball section of our podcast. Boo! <laughs> okay, and that was the baseball section. Um, now we're on to the uh, Sixers section where nothing has happened at all. And that is sports. I, wait, I, I got oh. one more. Oh, 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 oh okay. Yeah. Wait, oh, what? No. So my favorite team, Optic Gaming, they uh, just got rid of their old GM and they got this new guy. His name's Mud Dog. He's from 100 Thieves, and seems to be pretty good. I think I'm gonna like him. New GM for Optic Gaming. Shout yeah. out Mud Dog. Mud Dog. Mud Dog. Is that his given name? Uh, no. It's like uh, Jeff. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a pseudonym. <laughs> I guess. So, do you think somebody would name their kid Mud Dog? I don't know, man. You're calling <laughs> yes. him Mud Dog. It's like, it's like George. I mean, someone named their kid yeah, Mud Dog. Yeah. Someone named their kid Bear. Yeah. Someone yeah. named their kid Kevin. There's. Oh, <laughs> that was a cheap shot. Bird. I'm sorry. I'm George, George Gettys is his name. George Gettys. Gettys. Yeah, that, that sounds like a GM name. Yeah. That's cool. Why is he going by Mud Dog? That's stupid. He should go by. That, George that was Gettys. his gamer tag. He was a former pro player. Ah. Mm. Uh. Mud Dog. He was on 100 well, Thieves. Well, congrats to you, Mud Dog, on becoming the GM of the Optic Team Optics. Optic Gaming. Optic Gaming. Yeah. Isn't that like Proud of you. the the phase versus optic like yep. that whole thing? Oh okay. my god. The I green hate, wall. I yeah. hate getting killed by all the fake people who just have phase in their gamer time. Oh yeah. Duty. It's like, dude, you're phase? A, you're a seven year old in your mom's basement. Like you <laughs> haven't passed sixth grade yet. Cool. Phase, yeah, phase yeah. actually used to be cool. Yeah. yeah. And good. Now it's just a bunch of fuck boys living in a mansion Shots in fired! LA. Shots fired. It's so I hate him so much. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk this because we're gonna get into gamer tags here in a little bit, and we're gonna get into. Um, clan tags but so a clan like phase or whatever are, are they a clan like what's stopping me from just putting phase in my gamer uh, tag and saying i'm in phase theoretically nothing right yeah now it's like the same thing like you have a twitter account like you could make your name ariana grande but you've got the verified next to you and stuff like that so how do you know if i'm playing call of duty and i get smoked by somebody how do i know they're verified you really don't unless you know who's on like who's actually in the clan yeah. I got you. So, how many people are in the clan? Like 15, 20? Oh, it's got to be way more than that. Way more? Yeah. I, I have no idea. Like, how many? I don't know how they. No, I don't it. know about like face, but Optic, they've got a couple hundred. Really? They all have different teams. Like, they've got uh, a CS team, yeah. they've got a Call of Duty team. That makes sense. Uh, so, League Optic is basically like Philadelphia, and then they've got like the Sixers and the Eagles yeah. and the. Yeah. Okay, cool. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So. 
There's so, a ton of, ton so of players. So do they do like the clan tag? Is it like for Call of Duty? Is it optic, whatever, or OPTC um, something, or phase, whatever? Yeah, it's OTPC. Or oh. OPTC. I was going to say My optic? Um, <laughs> is it OPP? Yeah. <laughs> so, like anyone who's got that tag, so can you verify? Do they have to put it in their actual gamer tag, or they just use that clan tag? Um, the way I think most people recognize it is like this guy Optic Scum. His name is just Optic Scum. Like yeah. no crazy capitalization, no X's and numbers and stuff like that. Mm. So if you see like kind of just a plain out name, then you kind of know who you're dealing with. I got you. But nowadays, you can kind of change it all the time. And it doesn't matter who has it. So, I, I don't know. But it, it's hard to tell. So, we were talking clan tags earlier. What's your clan tag when you play? Well, how I got my name, Shock Devastate, I was in the Shock Clan. That's where that's where that came from. The Shock Clan. So, the what's Shock that? Clan. S-H-C-K? Yeah. Mm. Kev, nice. what, what's yours? Uh, so, <laughs> long... <laughs> I just started a new clan. The Milk Clan. The Milk Clan. Uh, you got to talk about your old one, though. I got to talk about my old one. I was just about to bring up my old one. So back when I first got my Xbox, I was in the Party Boy Clan. Oh my so God. Party my, Boy? My name was Party Power Boy. Was. It still is. It, it still is. <laughs> I'm still technically in the Party Clan. Oh, my God. Everyone so left the Party Clan but me. <laughs> the so, Party Boy. Oh, yeah. my shit. That so. was middle school was wild. Yeah, oh, it was man. made in middle school. I know. Yeah, that's when you go through the party boy yeah, phase. So it, it was, <laughs> Trust so, me, we've been there. So it's Party Power Boy, and then they switched from Party Boy to the White Gold Fresh Clan, or the White the white Fresh Clan, or the White Gold Clan. But you were always Party Power Boy. That sounds problematic. I didn't. <laughs> it does. So I never changed my name. I stuck to Party Boy. Did you just... What? Okay. No, no, you know, you know, like the watch, like the, the White Gold, or like the Rose Gold? You just like that call. Right, right, right. But if two words in the name of your organization is something white clan. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even think <laughs> You got to kind of. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> wow. A little, little uh, potentially I didn't change my name, though. <laughs> my name's still Party Power Boy. Yeah, I, I might keep it power, yeah, yeah. Party Power Boy. Yeah. Our, uh, our clan for Rocket League is the uh, the Titty Milk Boys. <laughs> titty Milk Boys. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Milk Clan. See, that's just good milk fun. Clan. That's not problematic <laughs> at all. That's actually progressive. It's bringing the ladies in, the Titty Milk <laughs> yeah. and everything. Who doesn't hashtag, like Titty Milk? Hashtag free the nipple. Yeah. Free the nipple. How about you, Natty? You got a clan tag? I was never in a clan, so. What? Dude. I was. Dude, all right. Yeah, join a clan. I, yeah. Yeah, okay, you're right. In my defense... I didn't have uh, an Xbox Live account. I had an Xbox, but I was never able to connect to Live because my parents wouldn't buy me one because they thought it was filled with Russian bots who were here to spy on us. They called it Sputnik. So ah. mm. they grew up during the Red Scare era. So mm. I got gotcha. you. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, the good news is the Russians have already hacked everything. So now you can get Xbox yeah, Live. Yeah. So <laughs> and you can join Milk now. Yeah. I can. Yeah, you can join the Milk go. Clan. So join Milk on Xbox, right? Join Milk. Yes. And across all platforms. Yeah, all you do is you just put in Milk yes. in your name. <laughs> and when That's you get it. a chance to make a clan tag, it's yeah. M-I-L-K, so, Milk. So Call of Duty, my name is Milk Paul. Milk Paul. Yeah, Paul. Should Paul, we put your, uh, in the YouTube edit of this, should we put in your uh, your video? Yeah, send me, if you want. Yeah, send me the video for it so that way I, I can edit it in. Kev has the initial uh, recruitment tape for the I milk do. clan tag. So I you do. guys can check it check that out falls on his. Off his deck. 
<laughs> yeah. I strategically it's a, planned it's a hell of a recruitment <laughs> video. If you're, if you're wondering what the uh, the effed up photo of Kevin on our Twitter page, <laughs> if you're wondering why that's there, it's from that video. Yeah, so. Definitely worth checking out. Like I was watching that. I'm like, oh, nice, dude. You made a clan. I'm like, this might actually be pretty cool. And yeah. I was like, it's milk. <laughs> like, Fucking milk. Hey, isn't that a dairy product? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Optic is, uh, their colors are like black and green like, or white and have green. Colors? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. But uh, what do you think the... Uh, they're, the, the they're the green the, wall. So the clan. Kev could be the white wall. <laughs> That's <laughs> the wonder wall. Oh, oh god the, no. the official song <laughs> oh my god um just no. right over <laughs> so, yeah. well sadly i won't be able to join the milk clan uh because i'm already a part of my own clan uh shout out the windy city rumblers those are my boys um <laughs> do i so finally get to know founded out of the university of maryland a bunch <laughs> of guys who are really good at baseball uh, and then a couple expansion chapters to uh, my brother and I in Hainesport, New Jersey. We got my buddy down in Maryland. I think there's about like a, I'll have to check. We actually have a flag. We had a flag made up and everything. So I think there's about like eight of us at for this what, point. For what game? Uh, we mainly play Call of Duty. Uh, we played Fortnite. We're really in on the Fortnite uh, battlefield. Uh, we'll get really big into the new Call of Duty, the Modern Warfare yeah. that's coming mm-hmm. out. So once that comes out, we'll get really into that one. That's mainly like Call of Duty and uh, Battlefield, and like first-person shooters. Um, okay. And Battle Royale games when those were big. We got into, uh, what was the one, not the Fortnite one? Um, PUBG. PUBG, Apex. 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 Apex was the one. Mm-hmm. Now, PUBG is for losers. Ah. Yeah. PUBG was... It's a shame because I was actually halfway decent at PUBG. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I have 200 plus hours on uh, PUBG. Uh, rip. Jeez. Fortnite? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I've never played PUBG. Okay, we're, we're going to keep this <laughs> side of the show of, separately. I play Fortnite more than PUBG now. Okay. Uh-huh. But yeah, I brought up the Windies. I brought up the Windy City Rumblers before the show started, and... Nat said, "Oh, you're a, you're a Chicago fan." <laughs> so I think it's important. I was worried for a second, I'm like Windy City, to, to tell you the origin of the name Windy City Rumblers. So I think I have a hunch. Yeah, <laughs> you want to take a guess? I think it just means you rip ass all day or something, right? Oh, you're close. <laughs> you're halfway you're there. Close. You are halfway there, my friend. So Urban Dictionary defines Windy City Rumbler as while receiving oral. You let a big fart go right in their face. <laughs> it's farting on someone while they're blowing you. It's great. So we're the Windy City Rumblers. That's why Kevin was crying when you came into the studio earlier. Yeah, he's going to start crying again. But yeah, shout out the Windy City Rumbler clan. We got a, some pro ball players in there. Um, we have like a 15-year-old, someone's younger brother. Oh, my God. Who's been in since he's been like 13. So oh, he's man. growing up real fast right before our eyes. Do you oh. guys know um, the comedian? He's known as the machine. Yeah. Yeah. Bert Kreischer, Bert Kreischer, yeah. yeah. Did Absolutely. you see his one where he was like talking about eating out his wife? And oh, no. she no. farted. He's like, you ever take one just on the chin? <laughs> it's like, that is true love. Yeah. That's a tough uh, one. Like, if you were in that situation, would you still do it? Even no. if you were in love with the chick? No, yeah, I'd absolutely. Probably throw up. <laughs> Bro, think about the times your friends have farted on you. It's like an no. attractive girl. Get over it. I, that makes it sound like my friends are like pulling down and bare ass farting on my face. That that's not <laughs> happening. But like, come on. Beef stew. Just, yeah, beef <laughs> stew. 
Uh, yeah, would, you, you could get over that. It's not that big of a deal. With the Burke Reiser thing, though, did you hear they're making a movie about the machine story? Really? They're making an actual movie about it. That's amazing. It's I'm, such a good story. It's an all-time story. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah, I think you, everyone and their mother heard that story. You guys got to check out that. If, you, if you've been living under a rock, you can look that up on one of his Netflix specials. Yes. He's got a couple out there, and I think he talks about it in like the three that are out there. I don't know if he tells the stories both times, but you can look it up. Burt Kreischer, The Machine, one of the great all-time stand-ups. Have you guys been watching a lot of the new stand-up that comes, uh, that's come um, out? Yeah, I've seen um, – actually, I didn't see the uh, – uh, what is it? Paper Tiger with um, – Bill Burr? Yes. I, I just watched that one. But did you see Chappelle's new one? Yes. No. Oh, I love the Chappelle one. I think oh, that's so the greatest stand-up I've ever so seen. so good. Yeah. It's up there. I, I definitely need to watch it. I, I've been so, like, my go-to used to be Chris D'Elia. Oh, like, Chris I've seen so both funny. of his, like, <sighs> Netflix specials all the time. You gotta I watch looked his... at him, and from the look of him, you think he's going to be like a Dan, uh, Dan, like a Dane Cook type guy, where he's just, like, okay, the whole yeah. asshole Only from the whole the look, time. Yeah. yeah. And I've never actually watched him. I just, like, saw what he looked like. I hear good things about him. So I'm like, ah, he's one of those asshole guys who just, like, shits on everyone, like an Anthony Jeselnik or a Dane Cook. Hey, one he of, does a And then... You put him on, and it's all fucking fart jokes. And yeah. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? Yeah, he he does like a mix. He does shit on people. I was, yeah. Yeah, no, I was watching one of his like YouTube clips, and he, he comes right out, and he looks at one guy. He's like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> this dude had like the biggest beard, but just yeah. completely bald. He's like, yeah. dude, you look like you woke up this morning and just turned your head around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, you, know what's the, you know what's the best about comedians like that? They always have new material that they're willing yeah. to try out. They always put out new stuff. The biggest lackluster performance for me actually came from my favorite comedian, Louis Black. I've never heard of him. You never heard of Louis Black? What? No. You've never heard of Louis Black? He's in a bunch of stuff, voiceover. Um, He's anger from a. Uh, it might be before their time, out. man. It might be before their time. His prime was before their early two thousands, yeah. like mid mid to uh, yeah. mid two thousands, like early twenty tens. That was prime Lewis Black. He's a very angry guy that just yells at everything. He's like this short old curmudgeon guy with glasses that just like yells at. Maybe everything. maybe kind of like uh, angrier David DeVito. Danny DeVito. Uh, David no, Danny DeVito. DeVito's like funny. Like no, it's, oh, it's I meant different. like an angry it's, version of. You know what? Kinda. Yeah, I can see that. But like a very, very angry person. Okay. Like everything pisses him off. He's actually calm now, all things considered. Really? Yeah. The most, although he is my favorite comedian, but I saw him live and he sucked so much. And he only sucked because the exact same routine he did when we saw him live was. It was the exact same thing in the special he uh, just released like a month earlier. It's like, why did I pay $200 to see you? Actually, 600 because I brought two friends with me. See you just to perform the special you did that we saw for free at home. Like, come on. Wow. Yeah. The only new material he did was a Q&A section that he did with the audience. That was it. That was the only uh, part that was worth seeing him live. Outside of that, yeah. was some of the worst $200 I've ever spent. Yeah, that's wow. kind of shitty. Yeah. There should have been like a disclaimer, like, you know, this is. Yeah, this is my special right here. Yeah. What's the worst thing you've ever spent two hundred dollars on? Oh boy, I, I bought a know. lot of dumb shit. Yeah, I can tell you. Uh, oh, not two hundred dollars, but or a spent, good amount of money on. I spent thirty dollars on a, a bathing suit from Paxson the one time. Yeah. Went into the ocean, just went completely transparent. <laughs> oh my god! Like I was wearing underwear, but I mean, if I wasn't, it, 
shit you had to have known this if you were wearing underwear under your bathing suit you had to have known something was coming like, I, I always wear underwear on my bathing suit uh, me too i'm not gonna lie what i know a the lot of people hell is wrong that's not a thing people wear underwear under their bathing suits. a lot yeah. of people do that because it's uncomfortable it has yeah. the netting the netting is the underwear the netting's uncomfortable yeah it, well i mean if you get underwear wet it's not comfortable I've always done it since I was a little kid. Really? Yeah. That blows my mind. People looked at me like I was crazy when I didn't do it. I was like, why do you guys do that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm the crazy one in this situation? All my friends do it. Wow. No, not never. I don't think I've ever done that. And then like when you're done swimming, it's just, you know, just take off your swim trunks, throw on a pair of pants. No, but then your underwear is soaked. Then your pants are wet. Then you look like you pissed yourself. No, no. You take off your underwear, throw in the towel, dry off, and then you go. Right, so then you're just taking off two layers. It's the same thing, but I take off one less layer because I'm not wearing underwear in the pool. Yeah, but, like, you don't have to, you know, go somewhere and change. What? If you're <laughs> very confused, too, now. You get out of the pool. You're not wearing underwear under your bathing suit. You want to take your bathing suit off. You got to – what are you going to do? Oh, I see what you're saying. But, no, then you're just wearing wet underwear. You dry off. You take your bathing suit off. Dry off with your underwear. Then why don't you just wear your un- your bathing suit under your pants? <laughs> That's got to be more uncomfortable. Why don't you just wrap up with a towel? Neither of it makes why sense. The only justification that I can think of is if like, if you have a loose bathing suit, like you tighten up as tight as it can go, and it's still loose to some degree, you're worried about it falling off or something like that, then I can see the underwear underneath the bathing suit thing. Outside yeah. of that, I don't get it. Wild to me. Wild. Wild. I don't understand how. That's crazy. That's never once crossed my mind, though. Like, where. Not really. Yeah. And you've never seen anybody else? No. I didn't know it was a thing. How would I know? Like, I'm not really watching know. my buddies get undressed after they get done swimming. Like, <laughs> is there boxers are... under there? What's under there? Yeah, you can always see, like, a little something. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, maybe. I don't know. See, it makes sense for you, I too, guys, because, you, like, you're the beach guy. So. Yeah. Like, you, I mean, like you're, you're probably accustomed to that. And, like,. You being your Doyle sound, like how many pools are around there? Like probably like every one of your friends has a pool, right? Yeah. We'll need to pull this out. We're like gonna, me, we're only one of my friends had a pool growing up, so. Yeah. We're going to yeah. pull this out on the Jetro uh, Twitter account. Is it normal to wear underwear under your bathing suit? Yeah. We'll, we'll I, I feel like that's a fair poll. All right. So Lewis Black tickets, a bathing suit that was transparent that led us into that whole underwear <laughs> debacle. Worst thing you've ever spent a good amount of money on? Um... I used to have a sus- uh, subscription to a box that I would just get like like loot box, oh, like yeah, loot crate, kind of like that. But it was for like shirts and like clothes and like stickers and stuff. And it was like That's fifty cool. bucks a month. And like in hindsight, I spent way too much money on it because mm-hmm. I like I kind of forgot to cancel it. Mm-hmm. So I was just getting box after box after box. I was like, oh god, what am I doing? So I have like twenty four boxes. Twenty um, four. Yeah. And you just. Didn't you use them? Like no, I I use everything in it, but okay. it's just like I didn't need, I didn't want any of this, like because some of the, the the shirts were awful. So I I ended up like getting was it just one stuff. shirt? No, there was like three shirts. Um, every so it was like it was called Tuna Crate, so mm. it was like car related stuff because I like cars. Yeah. Mm. Um, the coolest actually one of the coolest boxes I got was a Ricky Bobby box. That's, That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. So I got, yeah, I got Ricky Bobby sunglasses. It says Shake and Bake on the side. All right. Then uh, I got a, a bobblehead. Like, sound like a Yeah, it ways. sounds like a good Yeah, I mean, I got, I got some decent stuff. Like but 99% had, of the stuff is But you had trash. to get some shitty loot boxes before yeah. you got the I had to the get cool a one. lot of shitty stuff. Did you keep mm-hmm. the boxes? Yeah, I, I have all the boxes. I still have everything 
That's kind of like a cool uh, collector's thing. Yeah. Down too. yeah. All right. Speak, speaking of shirts, I guess. All right. What made you buy a pineapple shirt? It's the $10. one you're wearing now. That's a dope shirt. It's ten dollars. I'm not saying at it's a Marshall's. bad shirt. I'm just I'm just curious about the pineapples. It's ten dollars at Marshalls. They're cool, man. I like pineapples. It's a good shirt. I like that shirt. Have you well, ever had pineapple? I have. Yeah. Pineapple's <laughs> delicious. And for ten bucks, that's a dope shirt. I'm allergic. Yeah. You're allergic to pineapples. I'm allergic to basically any natural food. I don't know why. Any natural food? Yeah. Nah. What the hell does that mean? Vegetables, fruit, eggs. How are you allergic? Well, I, okay. I mean, you're, you're so lucky we live in 2019 because you would be dead if this was 1897. <laughs> it's not like I'm deathly allergic, but I eat it and my throat kind of swells and I get really itchy. Have you ever thought you just have neck mosquitoes? <laughs> <laughs> neck mosquitoes? That sounds yeah. like something out of Gears of War. <laughs> yeah. Is that actually a thing, or are you just talking about mosquitoes that bite my neck? Mosquitoes like inside your neck that like inside cause you to be my itchy. neck. It sounds more probable than you being allergic to everything. Dude, it, I don't know what it is. Neck mosquitoes. Neck mosquitoes. I think you're too much of a picky eater. No, I think that just, must be what it is. And you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the Drake and Josh episode where Drake just doesn't eat candy anymore, uh, and then as a result, his face just breaks out. That that's uh, gotta be what you're going through. You're like you probably mm. just eat like a bunch of like processed shit, and then the second you eat. Like some natural, like oh fuck, actual like good food for you, dude. My mom is a vegetarian. I grew up on salads and veggie burgers. So yes. how are you allergic to vegetables then? I don't know. It's just always been there. Neck mosquitoes. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Telling you, it's I gotta had, be, I'm calling call my shot on this one. Yeah, I haven't had an apple since I was like four years old. My man, I hate apples. What Wait, you are hate you apples? apples? I like fucking apples. Suck. Have they you get had stuck the in three your teeth? Kind. Have you had the three types of apples? All three. Granny Smith. There's more than three types of apples. Well, I mean, like the different You're, flavors. That was a very like confident. There's only three types of Did three they, flavors of apples. Yeah. Jesus Christ! That does not make sense. <laughs> All right, well, you you got the red, the the green, and then the yellow, and then there's different variants of each. <laughs> yeah, so there's I'm more just, than three. Yeah, I'm just talking about the different colors. <laughs> yes, I've had I've had different kinds of apples, Kevin. What? And you hate every single apple? No, it's not the taste of the apple. You you slice the apples. You get me some peanut butter, like. I'm like a child. That's right? dope. Like you slice That's it for dope. me. Right. I'm good. But you bite into it, it's in your teeth. I and that yeah, but a lot of things get caught in your that teeth. Like, what no, about not, like, not like apples. Corn gets I don't eat corn either. Okay. Corn, now, corn now it's justifiable. Corn, corn, corn does my teeth all the time. Yeah, corn's garbage. Who eats corn right, on the cob? I do. What am I? A, what am I? A goddamn pilgrim? I'm not even going <laughs> on the goddamn cob. I want it in I, a can because this is 2019 and we could do that. Having shit. it in a can is so much worse for you, though. Yeah, it is. I don't care. It's, it's shittier too. Oh so my I, god! So is drinking 40 beers a weekend. I'm dying. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, your liver's fucked up, dude. The, the corn in a can is not the thing that's going to kill me. <laughs> the corn's gonna fuck you. There up. are a drinking... billion things higher on that list that are going to kill me than corn in a can. Well, you just admitted to drinking 40 beers a week, so yeah. yeah now I'm concerned for your liver, and I'm concerned you're gonna die mid-show. I'm fine. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> Diamond show. I, I know what he's talking about, though. Inconvenient food is the worst. Thank you. Well, all right, what's inconvenient? I don't want to work for my crab. What? Seafood in general. Well, we're not okay. from Maryland, yep. so we're naturally biased against crab. So. Yeah, shrimp, I don't pop the tail. I just eat a little bit of it, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm not going through the trouble of actually like cracking the tail. Oh, it takes well, a second. Well, here's no, it takes a half that. second. No, it's, it's annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. If it takes you longer than one second... To break the tail off a piece of shrimp, I gotta be concerned about your motor skills oh, right I, there. I just if it's the, such an inconvenience for you, it's faster. Bang, gone. No, no. Yeah. Here's what you do: oh, exactly. you pinch, <laughs> you pinch the tail, and you get as close to the you know shell as you can, and then mm. you pull. And as you're pinching, it all comes out. No, so, you, you know, know what I do? I gotta be honest. Eat it. I gotta be honest. It's gone. I'm kind of retarded when it comes <laughs> to eating shrimp. I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> so I only bite halfway because I never know when I'm gonna bite the tail. 
<laughs> Wait, what? Wait. I never know when I'm going to bite the tail. What so are you I, talking about? Use I'm your sure. eyes. <laughs> you could see yeah. the tail, dude. Yeah, but all right, sometimes it's blended. So well that it's like, I don't know. Then just break the killer. thing off. Why would I waste you, my time to do that? When it I takes just, a second. I can just eat a little bit of it. Just you can, move you on know, to the next take one. Take like a soft bite, like a feeler. You know, you can yeah. feel where the shell and the actual shrimp yeah, is. Yeah, but then that takes longer. But I do that with, it takes I do that with bone-in wings, though. I do that with bone-in wings. I feel See, you. I don't eat. I don't, no, boneless wings only. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Boneless wings only. It's me too much effort to eat bone-in wings. Why would you put bones in something? That's why, like, I love watching hot ones, but, like, just watching them eat, like, with the bones, I was like, nah, that's it's annoying. It's like, imagine if you saw a piece of pizza, right? Yeah. Okay. And you're like, wow, this pizza's great. I want to eat it really quick because it's a quick meal I can make and yeah. it's fun to just sit around and eat this. I'm going to stick inedible hard pieces of, like, <laughs> carbon in this pizza to make it more difficult to eat. So I have to eat around it. And if I forget they're in there okay. or I bite it the wrong way, it's going to hurt my teeth or choke me to death. Yeah. Or I could just eat the fucking pizza. Yeah. Okay. That's what you're doing with boneless that's, versus bone-in wings. That's that is different, true. though. Why is that different? Bone-in wings, they say, you know, it tastes different. It's more, you know, natural or whatever. I've never tasted a difference. Yeah. I mean, personally, me How neither, would you know? Because you can't eat argument. natural food. Okay. Food you grow. That's kind of what <laughs> I uh, Now we're just splitting hairs over here. Grow or kill. In, in B4's defense, though, like, grow, I do taste you a difference. You grow chickens. I do taste a difference. I have with... chickens. Yeah, you grow chickens. I, I don't grow chickens. No, I wasn't saying you. I was saying <laughs> the royal you, uh, the figure of you. You yeah, yeah. grow chickens. That's how you make chickens is they grow. So people, you said food you grow. People grow chickens. <laughs> I'm not saying you grow chickens. <laughs> why are you saying you? You as in people in general. Yo, have you ever had Have you ever had like a like a, a, a ShopRite egg and then like a real egg? Yeah. Have you ever taste? Can you taste the difference between the two? Easily. Oh God. Me too. I was just making. I, they do like taste I was in, it. All right, yeah. I have a question. All right, what's the difference between boneless wings and chicken nuggets? Nothing. Who cares? Uh, it's the same yeah. thing. So they're the same thing. Then. Sure. I okay. Would, I would say they're the same thing. Frozen Ask anybody in the world. Does anyone not like chicken nuggets? If somebody hates chicken nuggets, I hate that. There's something. Yeah, there's something wrong with them. So what's wrong with boneless wings? If they're compared to like one of the most universally liked foods ever, they got bones in them. No, not, no. Boneless wings. Oh, oh, can you even call list. Can, what, If they're thinking, the same thing as chicken nuggets, can we even? Should, yes. we, should we even call them wings? Because bone and wings, like that's an actual wing. So, I, I mean, it's different. Yeah, but you can't shape them in little dinosaurs. Yeah, they're like cir- circular. They're more spherical, and then chicken nuggets spherical? are flat. It's, it's spherical. <laughs> oh man, a lot of Drake and Josh popping into the show. Oh. Okay, let's rein this back in real quick because we could go all day, but we're probably over an hour already. Five minutes over. Five minutes over. Wait, this, this is good for a, a completely winged in episode. Yeah. So, oh, winged. Yeah. Chicken wings. wings. Nah, there we there go. go. Oh, I, oh, guys, I didn't even get to the dumbest thing I spent money on. Oh, yeah. What's the dumbest thing you spent money, your money on? He asks these questions and yeah. just wants the answers. Yeah. So. <laughs> he asks these questions <laughs> and he doesn't know no, the answer. I, I, mean, I, can guess, <laughs> I can guess boned wings. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I'd probably either go like gambling or uh beer like i mean it's stupid to spend all that money on all that shit yeah the wait thing you mean really... like spending 200 dollars on beer all at once or i mean I've, I've spent that much at a liquor store before like stocking up for a party and stuff yeah. but i mean that's where most of my money goes well what dumb thing like, did stupid. you buy like well the the one thing that comes to mind so one time i went to get a haircut right and i go to great clips yeah, oh, I know you that's can't your first now. problem I, I know you can't tell now because i've got this great Logo I'm guessing on. you didn't oh, spend two hundred dollars at Great Clips. No, I, no, it was it wasn't a lot of money. But so I go to this Great Clips. It was closer to the place I was working. So I was like, I'm gonna go to this one instead of the one I normally go to. 
Oh, there's your problem. Dog shit haircut. Yeah. Just the worst thing in the world. I looked like an idiot. Half of my head wasn't like <laughs> lined up with each other. Like uh, I I looked really stupid. Like I yeah. got hit by a lawnmower or something. <laughs> Do you normally go to a barber shop? Or? No, I normally um, go to a great club, but I go to the same one. Yeah. And I get my hair cut by the same person there. So what I do is I come out and I'm like, I can't go anywhere with this haircut. <laughs> and I've already like spent the money on this haircut. So I got in my car and I drove directly to the other great clips that I normally <laughs> go to. And I go and I pay for another haircut. <laughs> and I sit down and I'm like so self-conscious because my hair is like, I, I had it short at the time. I was getting like faded on the side yeah, and everything, yeah, yeah. like fade down to a zero. So you could tell someone did something to it. And you could tell it was like, brand new fresh like i had like the pieces of like little bits of hair on me still did you I not go just and, tell them like hey i went to this other place they completely yeah, but messed it up like socially i was like i don't want to like tell them their other great clips sucks because they're great clips too and they're gonna think oh he's gonna go to another great clips after this one yeah. so i said my Wait, brother's no. my brother's trying to do like beauty school or whatever <laughs> and i let him cut my hair and he really fucked it up so Yo. could you fix it up please <laughs> i'm trying to help him oh my <laughs> <your> brother yeah <laughs> I, I don't have a sister i couldn't make up that i had a sister great clips doesn't know that i have, <laughs> I have a story like that i have a story like that before like anything I wanted a haircut before the first day of school. Okay. And the first day of school came, and it was like 30 minutes before school started. I was like, Mom, like, I want a haircut. She's like, all right, I'll See, do that's it your first you. mistake. That was oh, my first boy. mistake. My mom goes and gets facial hair trimmers. You know, like, like a beard oh, trimmer? No. She she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, all right, well, I just do it myself. So she starts cutting, like, half my head. And, like, I had, like, thick hair. And she, it's like a zero. It's like the clipper like fell off and just went just zero. Oh my god! And it died, so I was missing <laughs> half of my head. You just had to go into school like that. Wait, I skipped school. <laughs> I skipped <laughs> school. That's great. Wait, so was it during that time where like everyone was getting that super fade on no. the side? How old were you? No, I was fourteen. Yeah, no, kids don't get that at I, fourteen. No, I normally just like just a little shorter, just yeah. a little you know, a little like three or four on the side, not a zero. But, dude, didn't you watch Ned Declassified growing up? First episode, yeah. get your hair cut two weeks before. Let it grow in a little bit. Don't wait till 30 okay. minutes before. Yeah. But, again, what I was asking all week, I was like, Mom, I need a haircut. Like, Mom, I want a haircut. She gave you a haircut. She gave me a haircut. Shout out to you, Mom. Shout out, Kev's Mom. <laughs> all right, we really got to wrap wait, this wait, up. I got one, though. Oh, my <laughs> Another one. There we go. Well, when, growing up, my mom didn't want to spend money on a haircut, so she just used to take me out in the backyard and just buzz my head. That was, <laughs> okay. that was my haircut, but... My brother this year or last year for prom, his hair was down to his shoulders, just super long. My parents were like, you got to cut it at least a little bit. So he went to Supercuts and he said he must have gotten like five different haircuts because they just kept messing it up and he didn't like it. And then eventually they just buzzed it all off. Oh, <laughs> that's the worst. You always hear about that in like horror stories, but I never thought that was like a real. Yeah. See, this is why oh, you guys got to go to a barbershop because even you go into a completely random one, the chances of you getting a good haircut are above 90%. Yeah. I go to Supercuts and I get my hair cut. No, you got to go to an actual I, barbershop. Like, forget all of these like corporate places. Nah, grow your shit out, boys. I, I've, got that a, flow I've got going, a lady. Baby. She does my hair all the time. Mm -hmm. Ladies love the flow. See, I, uh, I, I went to Sport Clips. Actually, to get this haircut. That's a good haircut. And uh, yeah, yeah, just, just a fade on the Teach side. Her own. Like, leave the top alone. Find something that works for you, haircut wise. Yeah. All um, right, boys, we got to call it. We're way over. Appreciate yeah. you guys hanging through with us through whatever the hell that last thirty minutes was. 
Hopefully the birds will pull one out for us on Thursday, and hopefully you'll get this episode a little bit earlier. Maybe we'll listen on Wednesday, but if not, definitely Thursday by noon you'll be listening to us here. Give you a little warm-up to the birds game. Let's go, birds. Hopefully we win one, and our Jetro lock of the week as well, which, one more time, is going to be Kansas City minus six over Detroit. Get the right haircut. Don't eat bone and wings. Y'all take it easy.